0: Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio.
1: And when you stand praying, forgive. Now why? Because your faith and your prayers won't work if you don't forgive. Amen. Now thank God for Mark eleven twenty three 23 and 24. But I've also practiced verse 25 along with it. I just always refused, all my Christian life, I, I have always refused to have the least bit of animosity, the least bit of ill will, the least bit of wrong feeling. Won't entertain it for a moment. I mean, if any kind of the least bit of animosity, the least bit of ill feeling, or wrong feeling towards anybody, if it comes up in me any way, shape, form, or fashion, I get after it, as we say down here in Oklahoma, tooth and toenails.
0: You're listening to Rema For Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue the series, Love, The Way to Victory by Kenneth E. Hagen. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen's classic message.
1: Nonetheless, that very first week we were there, here came a lady to the postage, one of the members, and she talked a little bit about something else, and finally she got around to it said, well, Brother Hagin said, I wanted to come and tell you because I knew you'd hear about it. I wanted to tell you how old sister so-and-so treated me, what she did. And she began with this long rigmarole about how sister so-and-so had done what she had done and so on and went on and on about it. And finally, I interrupted her and said, down. Now, when, I thought here I was gone last week and they got into trouble here and got into a spat and got into a fuss. And so uh, I said, when did this happen? And she counted off on her fingers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I thought she was gonna say eight days ago. That would be back the middle of the week we was gone, you see. She said that'll be eight years ago next Tuesday. (laughs) And I guess I had such a look on my face, Of astonishment that she said, Oh, 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 now now, now, don't misunderstand me. I've forgiven her, all right. But you know, I never will forget how that old devil treated me. And uh, I I tell these students here, don't, don't, don't pastor the church like I did. You're liable to get whipped. I mean, without thinking, I pointed my, I put my finger right in their face and said, You're a liar. In fact, I said, You're a bald faced liar. You haven't forgiven her. Because if you'd have forgiven her, you'd have forgotten it. Oh, the devil may bring you a picture of it, but you won't entertain it. If you've forgiven her, you've forgotten it. Because God said, "I am even I am he that broughteth out thy transgressions, and I will not remember, what? What? Thine iniquities. And the text said, the text said, that be ye kind one toward another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God. Amen. amen? Now the devil may bring you a picture of it, but when he does, you just laugh at it and say, Mr. Devil, that's just a picture. All you've got's a photo. The thing doesn't exist anymore because I've forgiven them. Amen? amen. And if you was in the wrong, well, you've confessed it and God's forgiven you. And it's all clear. Can you say amen? amen. And love prevails and love wins, and love never fails. Forgiving, forgiving one another. Love forgives, amen? Amen. You know, we all rejoice and just are thrilled and should be with Mark the 11th chapter. I guess i preached from Mark the 11th chapter Uh, more than any other text in the Bible. And we all rejoice at the words that fell from the lips of Jesus when he said, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you what things ever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. And we rejoice in that. Thank God for it. But you know that's not all that he said. That's not the whole story at all. That's only part of it. The very next verse he said and. And. Well and is a conjunction. It joins what he's about to say to just what he's got through saying. Now notice what he just got through saying in Mark eleven twenty four. 24. He said, therefore I say unto you, what things ever you desire when you pray? Everybody say, when you pray. When you pray. when you pray. when you pray. So you see, he's talking about praying, isn't he? When you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. And when you stand praying. So you see, he's still talking about praying. And when you stand praying, forgive if ye have aught against any. And when you stand praying, forgive. Now why? Because your faith and your prayers won't work if you don't forgive. Amen. Now thank God for Mark eleven, twenty three and twenty-four. But I've also practiced verse 25 along with it. I just always refused, all my Christian life, I I have always refused to have the least bit of animosity, the least bit of ill will, the least bit of wrong feeling. Won't entertain it for a moment. I mean, if any kind of the least bit of animosity, the least bit of ill feeling or wrong feeling towards anybody, if it comes up in me any way, shape, form, or fashion, I get after it as we say down here in Oklahoma, tooth and toenail. Praise God, didn't kill it. I won't, let it, won't entertain it for a moment. I wouldn't entertain that kind of thinking any more than I entertain for any moment the thought to kill you. Because it'll do me damage. You can't walk in health. You can't walk in healing. I, I know from experience i'm sure of this that none of us are perfect in love but some of us have sure tried i had an evangelist one time hold me a meeting well he did me wrong There's no doubt about it i'm not going into detail about it if i did you'd know it and the devil suggested to me when i say this the thought came to my mind and it didn't come up out of my spirit see thoughts will come into your mind from the inside up or they'll come from the outside in it sure didn't come out of my heart I wouldn't take him up another offering if I was you. Devil ever suggest anything to you? I just wouldn't take him up another offering. Now, it was our custom that when we had a guest speaker and a we'd take him up an offering on Tuesday night, Friday night, and Sunday night. We'd take the other offerings up for church expenses, you know, because we entertained him, fed him, and advertisement, and so on and so forth. I I wouldn't receive him another offering if I was you. I'd just wait till Sunday night because you got to Sunday night. You know, everybody wondered if you didn't. And I wouldn't try to get him anything. I'd just say, this brother so-and-so's offering, pass the plate and say no more about it. Now I said, just for that, Mr. Devil, just for that, I'm going to take him up an offering every night. (laughs) See, the Bible said return good for evil. (laughs) Amen. I'm going to take him up an offering every night. And if you say anything else about it, I'll take him up two offerings every night. And I would too. But the devil never said another word. He don't want any preacher to get two offerings a night. That's a sedge. He never said another word. I took him up an offering every night. Then I asked him, because my church wasn't a large church, just a medium-sized church. I asked him, I said, uh, uh, what do you average? Because, see, he went mostly to larger churches than mine most of the time. I said what what is your average? He told me I paid him three times as much as he is getting on an average and gave a third of it out of my own pocket. I felt better, he felt better glory to God and everything was fine. Now notice this. The word of God said, we read it there a while ago from the 13th chapter of Romans that love worketh No ill. Why don't you turn back there again. Notice this. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. In other words, you could put it this way. Love worketh no ill to anyone. That's the 10th verse of the 13th chapter. Love does what? Worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. You know what we need to do is before we do anything, we, especially when it comes to to brothers and sisters in the Lord, but this says to his neighbor, that means to anyone, anyone. But we should ask ourselves the question, how is this going to affect them? Because love worketh no ill to his neighbor. I remember I went to pastor one particular church. The Lord sent me there. And uh, the the farmer pastor, he had some difficulty there. And about half the people was farming, about half the people weren't. And uh, so he couldn't stay because they had an election. He didn't get reelected. And so he stayed there and lived there. And he'd visit this half of the people that's for him. And they'd give him their tithes and offerings. I noticed. Some of them didn't even come to church, but they still members there all right. But they never put in their ties here. Or never put in any offerings. And and so we had a, a convention there, or that is sectional convention, or a rally, or fellowship meeting there in our church. And the head official of that particular denomination said to me, Call me off and talk to me because I didn't tell him. Someone else told him. And he said, Brother Hagin, if you just say so, all you've got to do is just say so. We'll just take his papers away from him. That is, they would dismiss him from the fellowship. They would not renew his credentials. In fact, they w- would take his credentials away from him. That said, he's good. I said, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to, if he keeps going like he's going, he's going to, not going to make it anyway. But I'm not going to contribute to his downfall. Because then I get involved. It it, it affects me spiritually. It affects me uh, physically. And I don't like sickness. I was sick the first 17 years of my life almost. And I don't like it. And I said, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to pray for him. And uh, instead of contributing to his downfall, I'm going to contribute to him standing and endeavor to help him to stand.
0: You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. The book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Love, The Way to Victory, and the three CD series, Listen to Your Heart by Ken Hagan. Both can be yours today for just $24.95. Call now and get this dynamic special offer. Don't delay. Call today. 1-888-FAITH-99
1: Well, honey, in March, March twenty third through the twenty-sixth, yeah. we're going to be in North Miami Beach, Florida. That's a good place to uh, be. That is, oh, I'm looking the, forward to some warm weather. Warm weather, sunshine. Right. Oh right. man, it's gonna be great. So that and is, also I'm looking forward to being with our the Moors, our that's friends. Right. Our
0: the, friends. You know,
1: uh, uh, Stan and Jerry and Stan and, and uh Teresa, Teresa and mm-hmm. then the daughters that yes. have come to Rayma, and all yes. the family. We just uh, it's that's just right. gonna to be a great time that's at words but, life fellowship church hey come on down to be with us it's going to be fun that's right then in april we're going to be in omaha nebraska at faith family church with tony and jeanette finley that's i haven't been in that area of the country in quite a while i want all my friends there because i got a lot of people in that area that know us we've preached in that area many times but i uh, haven't been there in a while so come on down and be with us that's we're just right. gonna have a great time
0: tomorrow on Rama for today we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Love, the Way to Victory. Thanks for listening to Rayma for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.